This is May, one of your hosts, and this is my other host, who's my partner in crime. He's Kay, obviously. He's wearing his hat sideways. Because I'm a a hood man. Yeah, of course, always. And we are the two non-music experts, holy moly, already starting out rough, and I'm sober, from the Midwest. And we are here to talk about music, things that we don't know, things that we do know. Who even knows where this will be headed tonight? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. It will be, but we are here. It's a bit of a new format, I would say. Oh, really? Slightly. Oh, yeah, we kind of usually have... set up a little bit differently. Yeah, for sure. And then Moose is over here snacking, like always, because that's what he is. He's he our is, hero. He's a thick snack. I can't describe your dog any other way. Minus the grandpa on, yeah, on the first Actually, episode. he's a little grumpy to be a snack, but he's, he's a good <laughs> snack. What? He's a wet, he's a wet snack right yeah, now. Her neighbor sprayed him I down. I think he did. As I'm, not, I'm inside. not pleased, even though it's kind of funny. I have mixed feelings. You know what it probably was? His what? wife is constantly giving him treats and he's like, I'm a Go away. Her. Stop Damn. begging. You don't get any more treats? Go. Anyways, that's how Moose is doing. I think it's been all right. We've been hanging out today, having a good time. How about you, Kay? How are you? What have you been up to? How are you feeling? What are you listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I work today, which is terrible. Um, Always. No, it's it's good. It's good. Um, what I've been listening to lately? I've been reading a lot more lately. To be completely honest, that's I like completely fine. One of my favorite books, so I've been reading that. So that's kind of where I've been at. This morning, I randomly got up at uh, five forty-five. I sat in front of my computer. And you got it because of me. Yeah, I was. I was trying to get up with Meg. Meg gets up at like. How, how early do you get up? Oh, I'm in denial. My final alarm clock goes off at four fifteen. And when do you work? Seven. She gets up, like, like it's an insane number. It's insane. But uh, we've been trying to get up earlier because I feel like we both think that doing our creative stuff in the morning before work. Yeah, you didn't even say. You just made it sound like I was a crazy person that got up that early by choice. Well, that is not true. She's a sweetheart. Um, But, yeah, no, we've been trying to, especially her. I would say her. She's finally convinced me to start doing it. And today was a good trial run. Uh, just waking up early and doing our creative stuff earlier. She's been painting a lot. I've been writing a lot. Yeah. And she's trying to do that. So I did that this morning. That was nice. What I've been listening to, though, um, I found, like, a few different people this week. One of the big ones um, is Ellie Williams. She's a lot of fun. She's a little 18-year-old from uh, Lawrence. She lives in L.A. She's dope. We had a fun little song. Perfect Playlist is awesome. Yeah, um, it was good. Been listening a lot to Patsu. Patsu put out his album. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, this week. So it's it was. Been... It was Sunday, which was such a weird day to release an album. Know. But, you know. Well, you know, he's a kid. So, like, do what you want. But, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. 
Um, one of my favorite rappers, Joey Badass, with two cash signs as the S's. Make that very clear. Uh, he put very out like important. a little three song EP, so I listened to that today. It was really good. Uh, featuring Push T. Um, Summer Soul put out something new. I've never heard you say that before. Yeah, I like have two songs from them on my Spotify. You I'm gotta, probably gonna listen to the rest of the album. It's pretty good. You gotta talk about how you've been obsessed with Remy Remy Wolf still. Oh yeah, I've been like jamming out to her nonstop. Um, Back on it. I am actually. She's fantastic. I think I've been listening to her more than you have. I want to say. Yeah, I think you have. But yeah, I think she's... it's more of your alley though. It is. I think I'm more into like the kind of out there stuff. And, yeah. You know. But yeah, what about you? What have you been doing? What have you been listening to? Well, I'm tired. I bet. It's 8 o'clock. It is. Been up since 4 this morning. You have 12 hours. Been painting. Is it 14 hours? 12 hours. 14. It's more than that. It's 16. How is it 16? 4 to 4 is 12, plus 4 is 16. I cannot math <laughs> at all. I was like, I was doing the math and getting in my head. I'm like, she's wrong. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> But anyways, I'm tired, and it's just, it's been a long week, and it's been a bit of a struggle. I think you've realized that, but yeah, I've powered sure. through, and I'm here, and we're now on the weekend, and yeah. I'm I'm happy about that. I'm pleased. Yeah. yeah. And um, since I've been painting, it's kind of influenced what I've been listening to a lot lately, and instead of, like, going hard and heavy with, like, the new music, I've been just kind of, like, jamming to my older stuff that I've been listening to. And it's actually really nice. We talked about this. Like, yeah. when we're doing something really, like, uh, mentally stimulating that requires, mm -hmm. like, a lot of concentration, especially, like, creatively, like, writing or painting or reading. Good shake for Moose. Thank you, Moose. All right. If you're doing that stuff, I think it's really nice to just have something kind of playing in the background. Like what I've been doing is playing a lot of the stuff that I know, but I've been kind of like singing along to it, dancing to it in the morning, just like plugging in my ear pods and like going. And so it's just been a nice little distraction and I've been listening to bad stuff lately and I'm checking things out, but honestly not a whole new, a lot of new stuff still on Busting the Bass a bit. Um, mm. I found like a couple new B songs that I'm kind of into, but who nothing been, that's like... Who have you been listening to the most lately? It would be Gang of Youths. That's that. That's the ticket, right? That is. They're my favorite. I'm going to be talking about them a lot, this mm. podcast, mm. because this podcast is the Proudest Finds podcast. Yes, it is. I feel like it makes us sound like assholes, to be completely honest. Like, well, we are. And that's okay. I don't really think I am, but you know, teach their own. And I, I, I have big news. I have big news. What were the news laying on us? I hit three thousand songs today. I honestly think Kay let me win because of my my stressful week. But you know what? I'm still proud of it, and it I'm happened. Proud of you too. You beat me fair and square. I, I really was not trying to let you win, and I did it. Yeah, you did. So we're going to be making a video, embarrassing the F out of ourselves. Not excited at all. I bought a stand to hold she the phone. Because we got to make this look semi-legit. We like, try. Why can't we try. We stand it up against something? <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? We can't do that. It'll fall. And I was like, you know, it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I know. 
It never turns out that way. It never does. So we're we're gonna do it. I don't know when because life's kind of crazy right now, to be completely honest. I'm but gonna be so lonely this weekend. What? I'm gonna be so lonely this weekend. I know. I'm going out of town for an, another bridal shower, bridal shower part two. It'll be some good. And it's gonna time. be outside because of COVID, because we had social distance, and it's going to be a hundred degrees. Yes, it is. And it's I gonna be fun though. Want to cry? No, I know, and I know the people who I'm going to. I know Rachel's listening to this, and I love her, and it's hey. great. It's gonna be fun. I know it's gonna be a good weekend, but I'm I am dreading the heat, and that's that's that. So, are we ready to swear in? Oh shit! I didn't pick my person. I didn't need two seconds. <laughs> Okay, I got mine. Come on now. Don't press. Okay, I got mine. Okay, okay. I might have sworn it on him before. It's okay. I can't remember who I've sworn in, who I haven't in. We're only on episode four. It's rough. I know. So, I swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but truth. Uh, So help me, Billy Holiday. Okay. Um, I swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me, George Clinton. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, I randomly went through a P Funk phase like halfway through the week. <laughs> like Parliament and Funkadelic, I listened to like all day. I think on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. You had a serious moment. You were like telling me all about it, and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. You know what? <laughs> we were like talking about like the differences between like because the two biggest funk bands were, in my opinion, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And then Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. Really two bands. But Did we they, talk about this last weekend? Last week? I think I mentioned them and said, yeah. like, that's what we listened to. Yeah. Not really. But that was your throwback Thursday this week. Exactly. Yeah. Maggot. Or what was it called? Can't get to that off of Maggot Brain. Which yeah. Is a great album. Um, that's kind of a scary picture. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But it's honestly a lot more acoustic than you think it is. Interesting. It's super interesting. It was their first album. But yeah. So we, I like tried to explain things to her and you know they were explained so it's gonna be a long one for me and i just don't know if i should start first yeah and... no let me go ahead and go first oh, no Can i just go okay all... yeah go ahead go go ahead, go do you want but should we do serious first or no what i haven't I'm going to ambush you a bit here when I talk about my group. Oh my gosh. Yeah, go ahead. Go Should ahead. I? I want to be ambushed. Okay. This is not our normal, like, typical routine. And the fact that I have butterflies is actually, actually ridiculous. I'm kind of nervous now. What the heck? It's nothing bad. We're just talking about our proudest finds. And one of my proudest finds... Is me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my proudest finds is gangs, Gang of Youths. From Australia, they're fantastic. Yes, I think the everyone needs do well. everyone needs to know them. And I've basically written out this entire spiel of why and why they mean so much to me, and why they're like one of my proudest finds. So should I should I go? Should I do it? Just go ahead and do it. Okay. So I think you want me. I'll just I'll just start. I'm going to ambush you for a minute. I wrote all this out. And go off our normal, usual beaten path. But I think there's times when we can be a little bit more serious on here and talk about, like, the deep stuff, because sometimes that's what music is. Okay. I feel so uncomfortable right Why? now. Why? You just shouldn't. 
so, and I honestly think this is like what music means to me, truly. This is like what I'm going to you. I know you're just gonna like freak out by this so I hate myself for it. So I typed this all out too because I just didn't want to fuck this one up. This one just like means too much to me and I just I can't. I can't do gangs of youth. Gang of youths. Holy moly, it's kind of a tongue twister. I can't do them dirty. So I have to tell you about the find. I actually hunted it down and I was shook when I figured this out, okay? So I added the song Magnolia by Gang of Youth on July 4th, 2016. Spotify let me know. It was definitely a Discover Weekly find because it was a Monday. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's wild. So that just like gives me so much joy. But there were multiple times during like this two-year period before I like really deep dived into them that I almost deleted that song because 20-year-old me wasn't ready for it. And it's honestly kind of an out there song. It's about him getting drunk, I think, kind of almost maybe even driving on the wrong side of the road. It's wild. Saying he just wants to like kick some ass and just like... It's just a guy's song, to be completely honest, but I love it. I just love, like, the grittiness of it, and it's just, game views is just raw in general. Are you mm-hmm. you want to say mm-hmm. something? No, I'm listening. Okay, okay. And then it was almost two years later until I found next two big songs, The Heart is a Muscle and Let Me Down Easy, and I, once again, kind of saw these songs as, like, Love songs for guys. I loved the beat. They were kind of like fun to dance to. I'm a sucker for a man with a deep voice when it comes to music. But once again, I didn't like think too much about it. And then I think finally it started to hit me. They're like, wow, I should look into these. So over two years later, then July of 2018, I like deep dived. And I think I added like all three of their albums within one day. It was like that good. July 24th, I think was the date. I didn't write it down, but, and (laughs) to do a little backstory, uh, 2018 was a weird year for me. Um, Who knows what I was really going on in my life at that time, but uh, I had just broken up with my boyfriend of seven years Mm. that summer of, like a month prior. So I'm pretty sure (laughs) there was just a fat chance I was trying to like lose myself in some music. And it was my first full-time gig where I was just like listening to music all day and creating art. So this was, I think, really easy, good one to just go to. And then I fell in love with them. And once again, I feel like this is like a Patsu thing for you. This was just earlier on for me. Um, they were my most listened to artists in 2018, but I didn't listen to them until half the year was over with, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my top song of 2018 was Evangelists, which was their very first single that was released in 2013. And then in 2019, they were my second top listened to artist, followed by Hippocampus, who's number one. So they're another story for another time. But yeah, so there's where I was. And so I think to understand my love for Gang of Yous, you have to get a little bit of their backstory. And I probably don't even know what I'm talking about. But uh, once again, I apologize because I'm sure this is not that exciting. But in 2015, the album The Positions came out, which was their first full album. 
and I don't know exactly like the line of everything that went down, but the main singer, his name is David. I cannot pronounce his last name. It's it's a tongue twister. When I look at it, it just like hurts my brain. <laughs> but this album that he wrote, um, it was he discussed about his life, about drug addiction, suicide attempts, his wife's his then wife's battle with cancer and eventually their divorce and she did die and granted Wait, get this get out. this Time he out. is your age Time out. and this was what? written this was recorded in 2015 so this shit was going down probably 2014 before that so he was 21 yeah when all Time of this out. was going so, down real quick i hate to do this because i want you to be on a roll but so he got a divorce from her after she had cancer, and then she died from cancer? Yeah. In the end, she did die. So wait, did she have... Was she in remission when they broke up, or like... I don't really know that whole thing. I just know that, like... And no no judgment. That's just... Damn, that's a lot to deal with. For I both, know. For both of them. For both people. It's crazy. And so, like, I think when you hear his songs, you hear this raw emotion that he's experiencing. And one song of this album is called Knuckles White Dry. First off, I want to say that album Back and Forth is beautiful, well-rounded, and it's got like the upbeat songs that like get you going. And then it's got like the sad songs that you're just like there for and you love. And I just love it all. And so I want everyone to listen to it, but obviously they're not, but that's where I am. And so- No, go check them out. Don't be dicks. Yes. So this one song off their album is called Knuckles White Dry. And every time I listen to it, it will make me cry. Like that is just what happens. And I don't have other, any other song that's like that for me. I get what you're saying. Like when I am tuned in with my earbuds, because it's always 10 times better when you're like completely surrounded with yep. it, it will get me every time. But basically it's about, it's about cancer and the pain of going through it all with the person you love. Like it's his point of view watching the person he loves most just struggle and not get better. Yeah. And it's insane. And once again, he was like so young. Yeah. He I probably wrote this in 2014. I was 18, just graduating high school. Like, I could not imagine. Going yeah, that exactly. That's insane. But the line that gets me every time is if miracles function, then where is our God? That is the question I suppose. And you haven't changed much or nearly enough, but I scream at your chest for as long as I trust that it hears me. Do you think it hears me? Like he's just begging and yelling this person to just get better because that's all he wants for her. But like she's not. Yeah. And I think it shows. And like the reason why it's called Knuckles White Dry is because he talks about the walls he's been punching and it's just like his Damn. knuckles are white because of it. Because of the drywall. It's insane. Like, who goes there? No one goes there. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, And so that's like that one song. It's a sad one. Don't listen to it first off of that album if you're going to. <laughs> yeah, I might not. I might not listen to that one. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying the whole thing is so good. I think you've shown me it before. I have. I know I have. But to dive in a little bit more, I'm talking about their most recent album, 2017. They haven't um, put out anything since 2017. I know. They did MTV Unplugged. And believe it or not, my dad was like, it's actually going to be on tonight at 9. And I was like, I've seen it. But I'm like, wow, wow. Are you going to watch How it? How crazy is that? I've seen most of it. I don't need to. Dude, just go watch it. But 
I'm waiting for their next song. So really, I feel like while I thought I was behind uh, with Game Use, I've been pretty much on track. 2018, they released their album. 2017, a little behind, but you know, whatever. But he wrote this song. A lot of this stuff is about his dad dying from cancer. Dude, he's got a fucked up life. I know! Which is horrific. But now I'm going to get a little bit personal here because this album was like actually everything to me last year. So last year I lost my great aunt and I lost my grandma, both one at the beginning of the year and one at the end of the year. It was rough. They were not easy. It was a hard thing to do. And honestly, it's kind of funny. One of the last times I actually saw my grandma alive was when my best friend and I were driving to Oklahoma City to go see Gang of Youths live. No, really? Isn't that weird? That's crazy. And so, anyways, but everything's all good now. You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good where I am, and Moose is joining me on the couch, and I am in a good place. But 2019 was a shitty year for other reasons, not saying 2020 isn't, but I think collectively as, like, a whole group of people were struggling together while last year was, like, me struggling individually. And so because of their deaths, they were really hard on everyone. And these were like the first two people in my life who had died in my family that were really close. I was lucky enough that I didn't have to experience that until later on, but I didn't really know how to process or like grieve or just talk about it. I had people there for me, but like, I just sometimes didn't even want to like talk about what was going on. And so uh, I just remember having this moment where I guess I would listen to gang views a lot, but they have this song and it sounds so cheesy, but it's really good. And it's called Say Yes to Life, which I know is like, once again, cheesy, but actually like lifted this like big, massive weight off of my shoulders. Cause I remember cranking it in my car and just singing with it. And like the lines that I love is it's a long one. So just bear with me. This is also all gang of youth. You want to feel absolved tonight. I've heard what you're saying. It's okay not to be so all right, but don't be alone. Did I tell you I spent most of my sister's wedding stoned? Say what you want with blood and bone and stick a finger in their faces when they say you're overblown. Say yes to sun. Say yes to pain. Say yes to sticking with a city through a thousand days of rain. Say yes to grace. Say no to spite. Say yes to this. Say yes to you. Say yes to me. Say yes to life. So like, he's such a good writer. And it gets me and it's just so raw and beautiful. But I just remember like struggling through like all the losses I experienced last year and not really being all right. But I don't think anyone ever expressed to me that like, it's okay not to be all right. And I just remember like listening to that song and like it finally settling in like, wow, like those are such powerful words to just be like, you know what? It's okay that I'm not all right, but I know eventually I will be okay and everything will be all right. I know I just totally repeated myself there on yeah, court. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. And I think no one teaches you how to grieve when you're younger. No one tells you what's right and what's wrong. But I think out of this whole entire process, I've learned that like there really is no right and wrong. And we all grieve differently. And they're all a bunch – like no emotion is really a wrong emotion, I think. Yeah. Honestly, any period of time. But anyways <laughs> – to wrap this all up, I'm getting there, I promise. You're good. But Take your time. I think this band has honestly taught me so much, and I'm just going to, like, rant a little bit. It's kind of so – this is cheesy, but I really don't care at this point. I'm here. We're doing it. But 
to know bad shit they taught me to know bad shit happens but it doesn't define who you are as an individual to say fuck it sometimes and drink wine and dance a little to question religion but still believe in something to have so much hope for my future to love to love like just without fear to admire the moose head hanging at some bar it's part of one of their songs and also, you know, my dog winks. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> and to just feel it all, all of the raw emotion, because there is not a wrong one to feel. And then to wrap it finally all up on a beautiful bow and all of this. I know I'm just like some 24-year-old ginger girl sitting here in my parents' basement recording this whole thing in, in Kansas. But this is what music means to me and what I want to show the world in any way that I can. And this shit grounds me, it gives me life and a fire and passion. And I think the whole world deserves to feel that. And I think Gang of Views has given me that feeling. And if I can like give that to literally anyone, just like one individual, then like I could die a happy person tomorrow, you know? And so Gang of Views, you ever hear this, I wanna say thank you truly, you are my favorite. You are why I do what I do, even though I don't do this for any other real, I don't know, for anything really. But I love the music you created, and you are my proudest music finds. Oh my gosh, if you're at home, or if you're anywhere, give, give a round of applause for Miss May. I am just blown away right now. <laughs> I knew you would have a moment wow. afterwards. No, that was awesome. That was like super powerful and beautiful. Like, thank you for sharing that. I know, you hadn't really heard all that. No, no. I mean, like, some of it, like, bits and pieces, honestly, but not I just think you don't realize like that. how much sometimes a song can, like, impact you. No, I agree completely. And it's just, sometimes I don't, I don't even think the listener realizes that either. No. Because I wasn't really thinking about it until we were trying to figure out who our proudest finds were. And then I, like, started to, like, kind of get into it. And that's when I was like, wow, okay, no. They, like, actually, while they are my favorite, they have had, like, a major impact on my life. I do yeah. truly believe that. Yeah. So. No, that was awesome. And now I have to talk about four more proudest finds. And, like, that's not going to, it's Don't not going to compare. What? So don't make it be as long. I know. I'm not I'm going kidding. to. No, but thank <laughs> you so much for sharing that. Like, seriously. So, uh, that was a big one. That is my number one, obviously, if you couldn't tell. But I have some interesting ones to follow that up. I think I'll start off with something easy. <laughs> Calm us down. So another one of my proudest finds, and honestly, I kind of figured out that all of these were around the same time, which I think says a lot, but Catfish and the Bottlemen, they were more of like, uh, there was like this time in like uh, England where they had like this British kind of harder rock sound. And this was when Catfish like came out as a band and they released their first album in 2014 called Balcony. And their song was called Homesick, the first one that I heard. And I don't know if really this is my find or not, but uh, they used to do this segment called Mail on 96.5 The Buzz, where they would just play new music on Friday. They wouldn't listen to it prior. They would just put it on. They would be like, these people sent us this song. We're going to try it out. Tell us what you think if you want more. If you don't, 
And that was the first time I ever experienced it. And it was like so good. And the one thing that I love to say is that, and it's not me being a snob, at least I don't like to think it is. My brother likes to remind me that I listened to Catfish before they became popular. So, I mean, if he remembers, I'd like to say it's kind of a big deal. But <laughs> but I finally got to see them live last year and they were really, really good. Awesome. So, it was a fun concert. And then another one is I'll do Rainbow Kitten Surprise next. I'm not like the biggest fan of theirs, to be completely honest. Their music is a little bizarre to me, but I do like some of their yeah. stuff still. Yeah. But the first time I found Cocaine Jesus. That's a pretty good song. My eyes like opened up. I was like, holy shit, people make music like this? What is this? And I wrote down like the first bit. I like the quote lyrics. I know it's kind of weird. But listen in, isn't it when you're talking for your name's sake? Jesus, Mary Magdalene, are you, are you okay? Sitting by the well, Jill, you're falling down the hill, Jack, and everybody laughed. Don't you pray, don't you pray for a cocaine Jesus in a black four-seater. Got a man, don't need him, but you wait. Like, I didn't know you could talk about God that way. Because I remember discovering this my sophomore year of college, and I was like, what? This was like eye-opening. I think it just kind of like made me realize that like music is a weird thing, but I think it's just like, I don't even know how to put it. You can just be completely free and just say what you want. And I think that was like the first time I sort of, that settled in for me and I was like, no one talks like, no one sings like that. Like what, what is going on? And then you just actually do realize that like there's this whole like group of music out there that is weird like this and it's something to embrace and it like you know kind of is funky but i like the weird stuff and it gives me life so then i put hoiser down because i like to think that before take me to church which isn't even the best song off of his like debut album became big i had his first album on CD from 2014. Oh, geez, on CD? Because I used to drive my 2000 and G 2003 Jeep Liberty. It only had CD players. So I had to... You had to do it. I had to. Dang. Eventually, I realized that the cigarette lighter, you know, you can do the Bluetooth thing with it, and then there's that whole thing. But that's that album was, like, my, my go-to for, like, the longest time when I had my Jeep. Because it was just, you know, the first thing I'd go on. But there was just songs that were, like, so good and endless on there. And, like, a few of them are Jackie and Wilson, In a Week, Work Song, Like Real People Do, and Cherry Wine. They're all so, so good. I think he's just, like, a really well-rounded musician and knows how to write lyrics. And, once again, sucker. And then... So, I'm going to throw in a weird one here as my final, just to, like, wrap it up. I picked Frank Sinatra. What? I know. I I, I know. Frank Sinatra is. I know it's not a find, but like thing is, is that you were born. I know, but the problem is, is that I didn't know who Frank was. But I think we can kind of admit to this because, like, my parents didn't listen to that. They listened to seventies and eighties music. Yeah, my parents did not listen to. Uh, my grandparents didn't Christmas. even listen to that. They listened to like country music. So I was never experienced to Frank Sinatra and I had to like stumble upon him on my own 
and then I realized that like oh, holy shit there's like this fantastic like whole genre of just like crooners just like the best pop music uh, that ever existed exactly and I put down a song I literally only wrote one song down but I'm just saying that like when I discovered him I was obsessed at the time and I just like I wanted to marry Frank even though he was such a womanizer had like four wives and all of that yeah, that too. He died. But the one, the one song that like really came to mind that I remember when I first found him was like, "Holy shit, this is it!" Was the lady is a tramp. I loved that one. What? Yes. That's like, wow. Okay. Why? Why are you shocked? You usually play like a different song. I don't know what. What's the one you always play? I like nice and easy. There we go. Nice and easy does it. And then there's like he's got a really good slow and like sad bluesy one but i can't remember is it um is it like the leaves are falling no um it's a quarter till three there's no one in the place except you and me um hey focus up i know i know i know but you got me thinking about it anyways that was that's my five you can look it up. I'm sorry. And then with Frank, I was getting there. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I don't even know how they'll remember it. I always like to uh, uh, don't dance. I won't dance. Don't let me. Um, I don't know what it is. Old Man River was really good. Did you ever do hear his rendition of it? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of with the autumn one. I don't think that's the autumn one. But he did have a song like about autumn. I believe it. I mean, he yeah. released so many songs. I don't even I have... know. He just chain smoked in the studio like <laughs> eight minutes. That's all he did. But he he was good. He was so good, and you know it. And I think he. No, I'm a huge fan of Frank. I yes. think Frank is fantastic. Yes, and I know it's not really like a find, but like I still consider it a find in my eyes because once again, it just was not a thing in my house. I did no. not know until I was like in high school. I was like, "Mom, did you know who this was?" And they're like, "Yeah, of course we did." Like, yeah, no, honestly, I was kind of in the same boat with like um, Frank Sinatra, and then I went through a John Coltrane phase. Yeah, like you're and... almost offended. Like no one told you about this. Exactly, and they like look at you so weird. You're like, "Why are you listening to this?" And I know it's, like, it's good. I can't find the song, but it's your turn. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna do a bit of a switch up. I had someone else as my number one, but as I was kind of thinking about it, I know who my number one is. It's going to be Joey Badass. Oh. Um, yeah, two S's at the back of the name. Right? Money signs. Money signs, you know, because he's, he's wealthy. Um, but yeah, I, okay, so to kind of set the stage, um, it's not going to be as awesome and as beautiful as May's number one, uh, but it is going to take a little bit of time to set up. So my freshman year, I kind of decided last minute to go to a certain school. Um, I just didn't really know where I wanted to go. Honestly, I'm a bit of a loner, so, like, I was no, really afraid not. of... I mean, I am, though, because, like, all of my friend group is really related to my twin, besides, like, people that I met after, like, getting out of high school, to be completely honest. You know? Yeah. And so... I last minute decided to go to a certain school. Uh, I guess I can say it. I went to K State. Yeah. Um, and I randomly got thrown into like the the overflow bin of like college dorms, which is like this place called Jardine Apartments. 
And we ended up with like um, there are eight guys and one, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. It, you cannot COVID. That's like, like you cannot COVID in there. That's like a frat boy house. It was insanity, but it was so much fun. Um, but anyway, so like there was a guy who is one of my closer friends. We don't really talk as much as we used to, but we, you know, we're really good friends. Yeah. And there were two Jordans in this like eight man thing all right and so there's white jordan because one was white and there was black jordan because one was black so uh, that's how we differentiate yeah, classic nicknames and so me and black jordan really hit it off and he let me know about this website where it just uploads hip-hop um uh, mixtapes which mixtapes are just free cds yeah and traditionally you just grab a bunch of different uh instrumentals or like bass songs with like no and lyrics you your own stuff exactly but now it's just kind of like free stuff that people download yeah um and so one kid and i i call him a kid but i think we we're probably about the same age we're the same <laughs> age um i do that to people sometimes he put out joey badass put out in 20 yeah 2012 he put out um 1999 and that i think was like the first time I like listened to a hip hop artist that nobody had heard of. And I was like, this kid's gonna be something. Yeah. And I listened to that all year. So how long has he been around for? Eight years now. Eight? Wow. Eight, yeah, I mean, he started in I mean, 2012. That's pretty impressive for a hip hop artist. I know, so like, and he's not like the biggest thing in the world. Like he can tour and like, yeah, you know, he doesn't have to do anything. Like he's reasonably popular. I think he's had like, I don't know if he's ever had like a true radio hit. He's like a hip hop artist, hip hop mm -hmm. artist, right? Um, like he does like national tours and sells out, but he's not like well-known, well-known. Yeah. And, um, but 1999, you could just feel his youthful energy. And it was like the turning of the, it was like the turning point where like conscious rap and like real lyrics were coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just so fucking good. It's just like, it's so raw. It's so good. It's like 16 songs. And then he has this whole group called Pro Era which is progressive era, right? Yeah. They're like a bunch of like New York communists that are like trying to be like anarchists. And it's just, it's just insane. They believe in all these conspiracy theories, but like you could tell they're all just like best friends and they're all just like making music together. And it was so cool. And Jordan and I, we connected, Black Jordan and I, we connected so much over that mixtape and we just talk about hip hop all the time we would talk all the time about hip-hop and we'd always talk about joey badass and it was just so much fun and i think i want to say yeah i showed him to him and like it's just crazy to see him from like three thousand mixed three thousand downloaded four thousand downloaded to now like yeah oh he is over like you right. know 20 30 million plays on one song on you know i think it's really cool to see that stuff and then like them still they still have a sound that you like too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his new three like EP. He hasn't released an album since twenty seventeen. It's it's good. Yeah, it's really good. So that was my first one. Um, next one, obviously, is going to be Patsu. Um, I talk about him a lot. He was like the first real 
lo-fi artist I actually got into what and like is, stuck with. What does lo-fi mean? So lo-fi is actually like an indie genre. Oh. Like so there's lo-fi coming from the indie girl. <laughs> and then there's lo-fi hip hop. So like lo-fi is like a the only people I can think of, and this girl got me into it like last year. I was dating her for like a month, maybe. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I February. have those. I have those artists. I scared so. her away. But anyways, <laughs> we went on this like okay. It was like I was kind of broke. Oh my I got Lord. invited. No, listen. I got invited to this really swanky um, art show. Oh. And she worked in art, and so I was like, "This is perfect, right? Like it'll be free booze." free food. I don't have to pay for anything. I seem like bougie because I low-key used to work in an art gallery as like a content creator. So like, you know, it was good. Um, but it was like the day before Valentine's Day and it was super lovey-dovey. And um, I think she was just like, I'm not, I'm not ready for that with him. Which is cool, you know, because I ended up on top of that situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, that's like the, the difference is like, do you remember, did I ever show you Men I Trust? Yeah. So, like, you did then, a song today, didn't you? I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I posted them today. Right. Yeah. So, Men I Trust, um, the Marias, I've shown you them before, yeah. I think. Just that kind of sound is more lo-fi. And then lo-fi hip-hop is that aesthetic, but it's placed with, like, hip-hop beats. So, that's what kind of Potsu is. Yeah, okay. Right? And so, I originally started listening to them because... They're easy to study to. Oh yeah. And I don't I know. I mean, if can I any... can I be completely honest? Yeah, go ahead. I think Potsu is kind of like elevated um elevated elevator music. I know you're probably gonna break up with me now. <laughs> this next this recent album is good and I do have songs from it and I don't think that about this one. But that first one I listened to, I was like, it's just all instrumental, and I am a lyrics girl through and through. I mean, you can't even talk to me. I, anyways, Patsu is my number two. <laughs> oh, no. Um, number three is going to be um, Last Dinosaurs. That was... I still yet to listen to anything by them. You, you need, need to, to show me to something. to their first album. I'll play it to you tonight and we're done. Okay. Because the first album is so fucking good. You need to post something about them, too. I know, but it's just, you know, I'll do it for my throwback Thursday Okay, next. okay. But um, I can't remember what the hell their first album was called. It's either Zoom or Honolulu. Don't you remember. remember how long ago it was? 20, 2014, 2015? I think it's so interesting to, like, look back at time and be like, Jesus Christ, it's been five years. I know. It's been more than five years, and it's like, what, what is, what's happened to me? I know, it's weird. But they were probably, like, the first, not the first, like, indie band I was super into, because, like, Phoenix and Passion Pit. Yeah. And some of those other people that were kind of popular around-ish that time. Yeah. And Phoenix is going, you know, Phoenix is Phoenix, so, like, yeah. you know. But anyways. Um, those Frenchmen. Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, but I don't know. It was, like, the first time in a while that I'd found a band that I really, really, really liked. And that, like... One of my friends didn't introduce me to because I didn't really seek out indie music even up until that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, ooh, like that just like kind of blew the doors open. That's kind of fun though to like, I'm just trying to think who like that was for me. I was such a long time ago, but it's just like. Yeah. 
when you find a new sound that's just like eye-opening and oh, you're like there's nothing what is like this it. i need to know more yeah. give me everything and, and you just like want to overload on yeah. it and i don't even remember how it like happened i think i saw like their music video on youtube yeah and I was like, that's half of it sometimes yeah and i would like listen to it a lot like the like that album yeah and everybody in my family was like what the hell are you listening because it's just not what we listen to yeah and um yeah they were all super confused we thought it was like going through a phase yeah like, what's and, wrong with our son <laughs> i mean my parents weren't like that but like my siblings were they were kind of like my parents are super cool they're always just like just like what you like do yeah. what you want yeah just be happy we're here for you which can sometimes kind of you know be annoying because you want some direction yeah but um you know like it was just super it was it's just so good and it's like a slightly harder sound but you can feel that energy who and it's just ugh. who do they compare to that i would know never mind well I'll they just have listen. a really it's not like a unique sound it isn't it's i mean that's, just, that would be me if someone asked the same question about gang views i'm like i don't i couldn't tell yeah. you to be completely honest because they're can't. so different yeah and they have this really unique sound so yeah i yeah. get it i get it it's almost like and i know you don't like them but the only way i can like think of it is if i pull like two people it's like if the beach boys grew up in australia or new zealand actually <laughs> and they just have this harder faster slightly poppy sound and i can I, it's like it's surfing music Oh, okay. That music, gives me an idea. But it's like it's harder and it's faster. Yeah. It's great. Okay. It's great. I'm excited. Um, so that's three. Four is definitely gonna be and these are all people so the first three were like last year. The recent two, like the last two are gonna be recent. Faye Webster. A I don't okay, she has a really unique sound too. She it's, does. It's almost like got this country tinge, but it's R and B music. That's how I see it. Yeah. Like, if you listen to that full album, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Atlanta something. Um, it's like Atlanta something something club. Yeah. I just dropped my I thing. know. Just put it on the floor. It'll be fine. I just think of Johnny. Her voice is just like, it does kind of have a twangy well, sound that, to But her it. production does. If you really, really, because, you know, I listen to it a lot, to yeah. be completely honest. When you, like, are listening to it a lot you can hear the twang like there are a few songs where they've got twang to it i was just thinking i was like that would be the perfect music that i'd want to listen to at a coffee shop oh yeah like for read sure. a book do maybe a little writing who knows chat quietly with a friend like yes yeah but she i think i started listening to her right when we started dating yeah you showed me you showed me johnny pretty early on i think it was definitely still cold outside <laughs> yeah it was and like that song to me i just think the like it's one of my favorite love songs and when she says i didn't think this was going to be a love song but i guess it is now yeah like i feel that so much because sometimes you get so caught up in your emotions and then you just start snowballing and you're just like on this thing and you're like i cannot stop this well, shit. especially That's kind of the vibe i get with like writing i think that's a snowball effect too you just start going oh, down yeah. this path and you're like 
wow, I was not expecting this turn, but here we are. I yeah, guess I, I got to run with it. And it's just like, oh, okay. Like, do you ever write something and then you just get kind of caught up in it? And you either go for like this like really long paragraph that you know you have to delete later, but like you have to get out, or you start talking about yourself and you just like go and go and it turns into kind of a diary. I have not done that before. There's one time I was texting a friend named Teresa. Shout out TJ. I doubt you're even listening. She don't listen to anything I do. Um, <laughs> why? She's kind of, you know. Um, she's a busy girl. Actually, yeah, she's engaged. I know. It's crazy. We're all busy people anymore. I know. So it's hard. She's, she's a it's hard. She's a hero. Fighting the good fight. And politically. Um, Just continue on. You're right. But yeah, she was like talking about being in the library and we were just like, this is probably our freshman year when we were still like talking a lot. And um, I don't think this is where you were headed. Wait, I just like started talking about like books being crammed in a shelf. And then I just wrote like a paragraph describing books crammed in a shelf. That's kind of like beautiful though. I know. No, it is. Like crooked old books crammed into a shelf, dust on top, and they're uneven. Yeah. On a disgusting old decaying shelf. I love it. I know. I love it too. I love thinking about like old money. I yeah. like the weird thing. No, it's not. And I like thinking about like really big trees and like that perspective too. Yeah. Like well, they've been around for like a hundred years like... or whatever. Yeah. yeah. How much have they seen? Exactly. You know Far I... more than I have. That's for sure. You know what I really like? What? So this is going to be completely off subject, but I'm going to tell the story. Yeah, we're just going everywhere tonight, so I don't care. Right, cool. I'm not, I'm not going right. to margarita bill you tonight. So when I went to UMKC, because I graduated from UMKC after I transferred. Um, University of? Missouri, Kansas City. Yeah. I actually love that school. Yes. I, it's I a beautiful school. It, it's, it's like a, a cute little quaint, but also downtown it's fun. Exactly. It's, a lot, it's great to go to there. Um, administration, honestly, a little questionable. But, like, um, the, the professors there are honestly, like, fantastic. And so I was an English major, and one day they brought, they have, like, a really well-known and renowned medievalist, like, school Specialist? there. Specialist? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And so that was, like, one of my, fo my focus was, like, early modern medieval studies. I don't even think I knew that. Yeah. It's not on my, like, diploma, but, like, yeah. that's what I graduated with. So... <laughs> The coolest part about that was, one, they let us touch books from around, Ooh. like, you know, 10th to, like, Did 16th century. Yes. Yeah. Because, um, like, if you breathe wrong on that stuff, it's like... <gasps> they'll, they'll deteriorate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so they showed us parchment. And parchment, if you know what parchment is, what is parchment, eh? Isn't it? It's, like, made from fat? It's made from animal skin. Yeah. And so there's parchment, and then there's vellum. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Vellum is like, there are two, so the skin, the outside skin, Yeah. that's parchment. Yeah. And you can see the pores that's and the so hairs, weird. and like, you have to like really write in it. You have to like yeah. kind of etch it in. And then vellum is on the inside of the skin. It's just like more of the fattier smooth. stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's almost got like this mossy texture. Yeah. It's super smooth. We need to learn about that in our history. And the smell is like off-putting, but it's really nice. And I just remember going in there and looking at these giant colorful books because they would stand around them, read it, and sing. Right? Oh, right. So they're like as big as that table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you could smell them. And I'll never forget that smell. And it was so 
weirdly nice. I mean, the only thing I can like think of is that like one of the smells that I love is like entering a bookstore and just like get dustiness and the papery wood yeah. kind of smell. That's nice. Yeah, like That's when you're in the stacks smell. and you get that. That's like a comforting smell. Yeah. Anyways, that isn't. That was about five ten minutes. Now. That's okay. Okay, so uh, Faye Webster is what I stopped at, right? Correct. So that was four. Five is going to be Trudy and the Romance. Oh. They're like a spooky doo-wop group. Where are That's they from again? England, definitely. I think like Liverpool, maybe. Oh. Yeah, they're like a spooky doo-wop group that makes rock music. I don't. Yeah, they're like kind of. I would almost say like seventies vibes. I don't really yeah. know a whole lot by them, but they're just very unique. But they are, they give me, they do give me like witchy vibes. Too. Yeah. But you know what else? They kind of feel like a bunch of drunk idiots. <laughs> and I love them. I, they're like top, they're probably my favorite band of the year that I found. Yeah. I this really year? do enjoy them. Or last year? Last year. Yeah. Or this year. This year. It's been a long year. That's your but. Yeah, I think I started listening in February. Yeah, because so like, we posted about them, I think, in, in I don't even remember. I can't keep yeah, them it was like my first week. anymore, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, I absolutely love them, and so... The Doghouse song. Yeah, Doghouse is really good. Um, There's just a lot of good songs. Yeah. Their art is really weird. How did you discover them? Or did you just, like, Spotify? And Spotify. Are, yeah. Spotify. It was just so different than what I was used to. And, like, when I heard it, it was that new sound thing, and I was like, I have not heard anything. Yeah, like no, before. it's really unique. So I got super into it super quick, and at first I was kind of like, I don't know if I like this, and I listened to the song again. Yeah. Because it was like, this is weird, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And I think it always takes somebody one or two times to listen to them before they're like, it did. I get it. It did. But they're, they're just a lot of fun. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, you know, I do. I do. I've got two. Is that okay? I have two, too. But okay. we can keep them quick. They're actually two rappers. Okay. Both white. Okay. I listened to Mac Miller, Kids, Yeah. when it first came out, which I think was coincidentally my freshman year of college, maybe. And Black Jordan. So I guess I didn't find this, but it's just a cool little story. Yeah. Black Jordan was like, yo, he's going to be huge. And I was just like, I listened to Kids, like the song Kids, mm -hmm. kicking incredibly dope shit. And um, after that, I listened to the whole album that night. And uh, I was it's just like, oh I want to talk about that. Next thing. I want to talk about that because you and I have very different approaches when it comes to finding new music. Completely different. I think you deep dive and you I go hard an and back you are back. like, obsessed for i feel a like it's, sometimes i thought i was gonna say more brief i feel like it's like a month and then you're just like on to the next one that's the thing what you do is like okay like i found this person now i found this band and like i'm gonna deep dive into them now sort of thing you know what i'm saying yeah okay i thought yeah i mean like i was i think a month is a while for me <laughs> but for me that's like nothing Problem is, like, I even said an example earlier. It was, like, my gang of youths. I had a song I almost thought about getting rid of for, like, two-plus years because I didn't really listen to it. And I was like, why do I still have this? I just hit the skip button every time I, like, pass it. And then you finally hear it. And then it's, like, two years later for me. I'm like, oh, wow, what am I doing? I need to know everything. And that was also with me with, um, oh, my God. 
our song. Petey. Yes. I almost deleted Apple TV remote multiple times because I just think there are, there are songs where like the intro or like the album art. I'm just like, why do I have this? I don't know what this is. I'm going to hit next. And I'm just like, okay, just skip this song every single time. And then finally it's like playing because you're just letting your music go. And you're like, wait, what is this? Yeah, no, it's dope. And so that's just what happens to me. And then I finally deep dive, but it takes me a lot to commit to an artist. Yeah. For me, I think like once I hear the first song, I listen to the next song. Yeah. And if I like the next song, I listen to the next song. I think I'm opening up to that more, but like still very preserved because I don't want to be disappointed once I find find one really good song. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, I mean, with like Trudy and the Romance or like Faye Webster, Within, like, a week of me hearing that first song, I listened to that album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially Faye. Like, I listened to that album within two days. Yeah. And I just, like, ran through it. And I still listen to her. I'll throw her on. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's not the heaviest of rotations right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm busy with other people. Right now it's Patsu. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I dive deep quick. You do. Yeah. But sorry, uh, you had another honorable mention. Yeah, Asher Roth, who nobody knows. Nope, never heard of him before. Yes, you have. All right. Um, he had a big song. I love college. Nope. Yes, you have. I love college, and I love drinking, and I love. Does not. I, I did not listen to music like that. How long ago was this? My. S- oh Jesus. <gasps> Oh no! Um, that might have been my junior year of high school. Yeah, no, no way. That was when I was a freshman. No way. I was, I was hard into follow boy. Yeah, I was in the follow boy at that point in my life. I was far, far away from anything I was listening to. Can I answer? Can I tell you my two? Yeah. So, um, one of my first ones is Foles. I had this song called my number what is it what year 2009 so it's a sophomore jesus christ that was so long. i was in junior high i was listening to asher roth who was an underground artist at the time my f- sophomore year of high school i know i'm so proud of myself a non-music expert in the making i know but he's excellent i'll have to like show it to you sometime but anyways back to mine uh foals the song My Number, I had forever and ever before. that. I think they kind of finally made it big, which was always something I was proud about. And while I don't honestly know a lot by them, I always have liked what I've heard. And they give off this very unique 80s kind of sound. And I know my dad and I have kind of like looked at each other and he's like, this kind of sounds similar to like the Talking Heads. Like you can catch that influence from them. And I'm like, I always love those moments when you can like hear previous artists through yeah, um, yeah. artists now. And mm-hmm. so that one's always just really special to me. And like, I've been listening to that song called my number for like easily since high school. It's Is crazy. that the one you play a lot when I'm around? I don't think so. Is it like the on the Luna? I think it's the one that I on play. The Luna's That's a I good one. But like, they're song. still really good now, and I would love to see them live. I think they would put on a phenomenal performance. I'd have to agree. And then my last one, I've talked about them before, would be Mount Joy. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I love them. I've had, I've actually had their stuff for, I think, once again, like at least a year now. I haven't, I didn't look it up, like all my other research, but 
I didn't dive deep until like this past month ish. I know. Well, when you played Julia, I was like, "Yo, what is this?" I know. And it's you're like, so "Mount good. Joy," and I was like, "Yeah, let me get that." And then I think from there, because I listened to Julia for about a week. Yeah, I, I still love deep. to put it on. Yeah, no. Whenever you play it, I always get excited. Yeah. Also, shout out to Julia, our friend who we saw yeah. last weekend while social distancing. Of course. Um, coffee yeah. outside in the heat. Cause Yo, that coffee was so fucking it good. It was. Man. It really was. It was right. a good day. Good back day. To, back to work. But yes, Mountain Joy. Definitely a proudest find of mine. Probably the most recent one. Minus busting the things I would say. Yeah, for but sure. But I, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I really consider busting the bass like a true find, but I think Mountain Joy. Because I found it through the Moose Blend, um, our spotify account so, so i know but that's like a combination of you and i so you're welcome yeah thank you <laughs> so are we done does that wrap us up for I this bit pretty much does okay so we're gonna move on to our next little yeah our if rants. you want any of our other ones because we actually have 15 each do we good i think you technically have 14 i bet i don't i, I didn't Honestly, Anyways, I just hit really hard on like the five I want to talk about. Sorry, continue. We're going to have a um, playlist out for that. Yes. So check it out. Yes, we'll put our proudest finds on there, and uh, you will definitely be seeing by the time this was really well. No, actually, you'll you'll definitely be seeing some gang youth because next week is my week, and it's going to be a little teaser. Oh, that's going to be the teaser. Of course. How okay. could I not at this point? I don't know. I need getting your youth to know who I am. Oh, God. I need them to know. I feel like you're going to leave me for the lead singer. You know what? He's married. I can't. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay, so the rants. Are we ready? I don't know how this much This might be a little, little interesting. I think it's going to be. I think there's a lot we could talk about. This might be an hour long rant. I'm going to be completely honest. You know honest. what? We're fine. It's cool. Whatever. It's I'm just not letting the people yet. know. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready too. I'm, I'm feeling good. We're flowing well right tonight. We are. So, uh, I thought of this idea about how physical appearance... Wow. Can I say it? About yes. how physical appearance... Impacts music and the way you hear it. And I don't think you really realize it until maybe you see a face with a song or you... I don't even know how to explain it, but I just think that throughout all of music history, you can see the phases of physical appearance and how I think it honestly has impacted music. Do you agree? I don't I know if that was the say, best way to intro it. Sorry, but it definitely has. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think even now it's such a big, big deal still. Normally, I'm just thinking about pop artists because I think those are the people you the most. see the most. I think affected the most by it, too. True. Because, and like, I even, we even talked about this a little bit. It was like, sometimes in pop music, it's almost more about their appearance than the music they actually create, you know? I'd have to say nine times out of ten it is. Even like the boy pop bands, it's like the only reason why you like them is because they're attractive. One men. Direction is one of the worst, worst, worst. You're like, hurting all the girls out there. I don't care. They suck. I don't know. I never liked them. But I I'm not like they, boy rap bands. My my twin is randomly really into boy bands, 
And he would, like, go on these rants about how awful they were. But, like, they're all literally sought out because of no. their appearance and the fact yeah. that, like, they can hold a note. No, exactly. And, like, they can't sing in harmony with each other. No. They never do. I swear to God. you can. They don't sing in I, harmony. I mean, I don't listen to them, so I don't know. I'm not familiar. I never okay, but anyways, them. But And they're all, like, they seem like really nice guys. Like, yeah. And they're all okay singers. Like, Harry Styles, he's a good actor. He was in Dunkirk. That was yeah. amazing. He was, uh, he has a pretty good album I know, that he put out a while ago. Yeah, it was that sugar, watermelon sugar, or whatever. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun that was album. That a fun little, Zane, I don't have it, but. Yeah, fun. Zane did his thing, you know, he became like this like kind of offshoot of the weekend style R&B, which yeah. is cool. Like, I think that. Well, and then that, was Liam one of them? Yeah, Liam, I, I don't know about Who him. Who had the Pillow Talk song? Yeah, that whatever, whatever that is. I just like the Danny DeVito music video. <laughs> we have a music video with Danny DeVito. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. I also want to talk about women and how it impacts them, I think. And it's honestly sometimes a little disappointing still because when I think about one of the probably biggest pop artists of today, I think of Ariana Grande and how she has to have her super ridiculous long ponytail and those skimpy little short dresses. And it's just like, it's literally only about sex appeal. I know, which sucks because she's actually a really good singer. But on the other hand, the people that give me hope are the people like, even though it's really bizarre and out there, like the Billie Eilishes. And I think... Lizzo. Yes, I was about to say Lizzo. And I think... Um, probably like 10 years ago, Lady Gaga was like really cool. Adele. And Adele was more just like, she's what's part of that crooner look. Cause she is one of the crooners. Like, let's just go there. No, she has an amazing, like amazing voice. Yes. And she just had the very classic clean look with like the big, beautiful red yeah, but she hair was like a and woman. like the glam makeup. Yeah. And she was just always very done up. But I think like with like Lady Gaga and like. Billie Eilish, for example, they can just, like, do whatever, and it's a big deal because of whatever they're wearing that night. And also, I mean, I think Lizzo's kind of breaking some really cool boundaries, too, with, like, the fact that she's, like, a curvier woman and really embracing it and just, like, doing her thing and wearing these outfits that, once again, are a statement, but it's, like, a good, really fun statement. She does it well. She works it, Yeah, you know? I think it's a more clear statement. Yeah, and like a Lady Gaga. Yes, like a, exactly. I mean, Billy's statement is pretty clear, also. But, but and then we were also talking about that. Like, I think this is going to be a little bit all over the place, to be completely honest. But like, Billy gives us androgynous vibes. Definitely. Which I think could be so she important. Like, yeah. And I mean, the first person that really comes to mind with any of that is David Bowie, and how impactful that was. Like, I remember in taking my rock and roll. Um, history class they talked about how david bowie in his appearance was almost alien like and he ran with it like he was a weird looking dude yeah what was that one band with the guy who would wear the like the top hat but he would have really feminine um oh boy boy oh gosh what are they called boy john john boy Boy Tom, boy. I know who you're talking about. Let me let me look this up. But I'm thinking him, George Michael. 
Right. Um, Damn, I don't know. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, right? yes, yes. So, like, I think of them. Um, Freddie Mercury wasn't right. really androgynous, but he was. But he was wearing out. these really weird, unique outfits with like Elton super John. deep V's. And, like, yeah. Yeah, and then Elton John is over there and is like, "What are the the." Yeah, the I know. Feather, the boa feather. Yeah, yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, like, it's always been more acceptable for men, in a way, to do that. Which is so pop. interesting, because now it's, like, men today. There is not a man, in my mind, in pop music that stands out when it comes to their appearance. And the way they present themselves. Recently did it would be like Adam Lambert, but that's it. Well, like, I think there are people who are fashion forward. I think a good example would be Kanye with his line, not saying I'm like really that no, he into wore, it. He wore a skirt for like a year. Yeah, but it's it was just more like neutrals. And, and I think another yeah. one that comes to mind is um, he's married to Chrissy Teigen, John Legend. John Legend's got a very classic style. But it's also, I think he pushes it with, like, asymmetrical, like, looks and something that's normally a little different. It's not like just the classic, like, suit and tie, huh, Mm -hmm. here I am, you know? And so, but yeah, when you, like, see the music awards, which is, like, where all these looks normally come from, it's like every guy is in, like, a suit and a jacket and maybe, like... It's like a bright blue or like maybe it's velvet. That's yeah. the trend this year or like, you know, some kind of pattern. But it's nothing yeah. that you will remember no. while you have like the meat outfit from Lady Gaga exactly. or like that ridiculous ball gown dress for Ariana Grande that yeah. was recent or Billie Eilish's green bright neon hair with black roots. Like yeah. what? Or it's like the other the, way around or bag, It's like a baggy jumpsuit. Yeah. I think the only thing recently... The only thing recently um, that I would say that's really rememberable for a guy would be when Lil Nas X wore that pink velvet oh, yeah. cowboy outfit. I guess, yeah, that's the one and that comes it. to mind the most. That's it. He does push it a little bit. But not that much. I think it's, to me, it's kind of tacky with the like, cowboy hat and like the whole, I don't know. He's dope and you know it. <laughs> I think he's awesome. I, I like Lil Nas X, but I think... Um, Didn't he wear, like, some, um, like, harness kind of thing? That everyone was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty big. Yeah, for sure. But then, is there anyone else you, like, want to really point out to? You know who, from hip-hop, there's one. Who? Um, Lil Uzi Vert. I've I've never heard of that person in my life. I know you don't you don't listen to rap, but like um, Lil Uzi Vert, everybody's gonna know who it is. Um, he dresses like a 2008 emo kid. What? Like he wears chains, like those chain things, really baggy clothes. His the hair baggy is clothes are coming back, and I don't like it. I know, and he has um, piercings everywhere on his face. Yeah, he dresses like a black emo kid. Wow. Yeah, he'll sometimes wear like fishnet shirts, like really like Yeah. You know what I mean? And um I think it's dope, dude. Like I like that he is like accepted in hip hop and dresses like and acts like that. Yeah. Another one actually, you know what? Another one is um ASAP Rocky. There's actually quite a few guys in hip hop actually, I don't think about it. ASAP Rocky. 
he is very fashion forward. Yeah. He doesn't really dress. Um, he'll like occasionally wear like some like interesting stuff, but I don't think he's as fashion forward as like you're thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the next one is Tyler Creator. Um, he kind of pushes it a bit, but I think it's interesting I think he that sets trends, but still pretty. It's pretty I know basic. he kind of set the champion trends. Also, it's Boy George, I remember. Boy George. Boy George. I said that weird. Um, but yeah, I think in, like, guys, it's more accepted, but it's not as crazy. And yeah. then with women, We can I think, get away with practically anything. But you have to be... I think like, there's this, there's this, like, price you have to pay. Yeah, and I think there almost has to be some form of, like, sex appeal still about it. For sure. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I think, like... With like a Lizzo because she's not the convention, not what was not conventional. Yeah. you know what I mean. Um, and she's a gorgeous woman. She is. Like I'll be the first to admit that. But like, uh, she caught a lot of backlash. You know, she coming did. Out which and... is so sad. I know. And then, she's phenomenal. It's about like, the music. Exactly. Or like Adele when she first came out and she was she's lost a lot of weight recently. Good for her. Way, way a um, lot. That's crazy. But yeah, she used to be a bigger woman. Yeah. And people. Like, acted like she... Well, and she's even come out and been like, I think the only reason why I was big was because I was a bigger woman. I think she's, like, come out and said that. Don't quote me on anything like what that. What do you mean by that? No, I think she's, like, literally come out and been like, I think it was because of my appearance it was the reason why I became kind of the more pop icon that I am today. I don't believe that. I don't either, but I think that's just, like, how she views it, because I think people saw her, and they're like, wow, she's got a good voice, and then they realize that, like, she doesn't fit, like, the stereotypical body type of someone who gets played on the radio, and so everyone was kind of like, oh, who's she? What's she about? Like, I want to know more. And so, I think to an extent, that's the thing, is that when you see people behind the voice, it can intrigue you more, and I think... I don't even know how to put it, but it's like you're almost your vision is skewed it by is. the appearance of the voice that you're literally just listening to to well, like listen to the sound, you know? It's like the X's and O's girl. Like she doesn't have you think she you know what I mean? Yeah. And so or um who's another one? But Beyonce, I, like she doesn't look like she can blow. No. She doesn't. <laughs> No, she definitely seems like the like the poppy kind of R and B girl, like but then Britney all of a Spears. sudden, like she's doing this thing oh, with Jay Z, like, no, and you're it's just like, like amazingly oh. talented. You can do anything. But like Britney Spears, like she's not the best singer. Or like one that I recently found. I feel a little bit behind on this one, but like that. Pink isn't the best singer. The Jake Crowler guy. Collier. Yeah, is that his name? That's like French or something. But he just had that really good NPR desk at home. The NPR mini desk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. NPR tiny desk concert. Yeah, he had a really... It was so good. Go watch it if you haven't. I loved it because he literally recorded himself four times. Jacob Collier. Collier? Collier? Whatever. He's like a 24-year-old skinny guy, but he can hit these like high notes. But then he also has this incredible bass tone like he can hit yeah. all the ranges well it's just like anybody can sing like anything i know and then he can 
play like all of the uh, uh, instruments too. He's incredibly talented, and you don't expect that from like a twenty-five-year-old skinny boy from no. like England, you know? No, and I think it's also like like who's another one that just kind of well, reminds you of that. Just to kind of like roll off that, I just like to think that even genres have certain images in your mind that oh, you think yeah. of. So like I think one of the big ones obviously is like country music. If like the singer is not wearing a cowboy hat, like a button up flannel and like blue jeans with cowboy boots no, for and like sure. are they a country artist? Well let me ask you this. When was the last time we had a huge artist behind besides what's her name? The new one, the really big one, new one that's like gay. What's her yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't remember her name. Kate Musket Grave. When was the last time we had like a major country artist that was not blonde outside of her? Exactly. And they're that's like blonde and tan and like you know maybe you could think of like reba but that was so long ago exactly and yeah they're all exactly they're all these like it's an image and exactly. it's sad that it's not always about the, the voice music. and the music that they can create and like i even jokingly threw this one around i think with you earlier but it was like is pop emo music even pop emo without Boys with spiked hair, guy liner, and like ridiculously tight skinny no. jeans. No. no, it's not. It's not. At that point, it'd just be like standard regular music. I it's feel just like. regular rock music, and you guys are just rocking tees and yeah, and and skate shoes. Like, yeah, that's it. and I honestly, you could like throw this back to each decade too. Like when I think about '90s music, especially grunge, I think of like those ridiculous, ridiculous oversized baggy straight jeans or flannel and then Just flannel and then like the studded belt i think that was before, that was after the 90s but yeah and the flannel and just like these ridiculous clothes that the grunge kids wear but then also at the same time i think hip-hop and grunge their styles could almost be related because they both had those like baggy jeans kind of look it was, it was like for hip-hop it was like baggy jeans sportswear like or crew neck sweaters were huge. Yeah, you know, like big crew neck sweaters with white tees underneath, where they would be like wearing football jerseys, basketball jerseys, and that was just like the style. You just had baggier clothes, yeah. really nice jeans, shoes, and I feel like grunge had a similar profile, but, but it was like more about like the trashier. It, it was just like this is what I have, and I'm just throwing it on. While hip hop is yeah. like. Let me show you how much money I have by being able to buy True. these clothes. So yeah. I think it's like weird. But you know what the weird thing about hip hop was? I'm glad you brought this up. Hip hop before, because like female rappers had always existed. Mm -hmm. um, MC Light, one of the greatest rappers of all time. She came out in the 80s into the 90s. Queen Latifah, same kind of era. Yeah. There were a lot of female rappers that were super popular, right? Right. And then Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown hit the scene, and they're like New York, early to mid-90s, and that changed the game. It went from being like, I have to act like a man to be accepted in hip-hop and dress like a man, wear the hoodies and the crewnecks and the baggy jeans, and almost have this like... But I still think that you can make an argument for that, though. I think it exists now. And I think, like, there are still people that do it because, like, the Brat came out in, like, 
the early 2000s. You know what that is, but like... I'm Queen, not even... Sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Missy Elliott's another one. Yeah, but like, we follow um, Chica. Bishop Briggs and Bishop King is... Princess. Yeah. And they are both these women. But they're who... not hip-hop. No, but they still kind of dress a little bit like men sometimes. They no, Queen Princess dresses like a man. Uh, King Princess. King Princess. She's amazing, by the way. She is. Um, but yeah, they they do, and I think like that's just like. And, but also, their thing. part of me starts to wonder that like, are some of these artists not saying anyone in particular by no means because who who we've all talked about are fantastic artists. But except for Britney Spears and and One Direction, <laughs> they suck. But uh, part of me starts to wonder. It's like, how much of the image is them, and like how much is it just a persona for more looks at like in music? And I know there's that's not always a bad thing, obviously, because like when I think the meat dress. No, exactly. I think. That was obviously for a what's for vegan to be a vegan or whatever, just like prove like don't eat meat, blah, 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 or something like that. I, but also at the same time, like you knew you were gonna get all the attention that night. Yeah, you smelled disgusting. I would not have sat next to her. No, but the other thing is, is that like I don't think that's always a bad thing because putting on this persona probably to add more. You know, judge to your music. She's come out and said, Lady Gaga especially has come out and said, like, this is a persona. No, it is. And I'm playing, like, I'm playing a part. Like, this is not who I am. No. And I think one of the first people that I know that did that was, like, The Doors, the lead singer. He was deathly shy to get on stage. And he just had to, like, become this other person yeah. in order to perform. And so I get it. It makes sense. I mean, that's, that's what, what we're doing. Do. That's what we're doing right now with yeah. our fake names. I know. Because which is fine. Only, the only people that listen to this, let's be real, like... I know. We know them. Exactly. They know, know who, who they know exactly who we are. We don't care. We want to. No, and you can hunt things. us down pretty easy if you try. We post about ourselves all the time. I know. So I just think there is some good to the fact of having like this fake person that you can step out and you can be and you can really embrace that side of you. But at the same time, I think there's a line and that's just a tough line to draw. And you start to wonder when is it no longer for like yourself and when is it more for like the others or you know, when are you at, just out here trying to make money off of it instead of, like, really enjoying and understanding who you are and just being, like, this is what I have to do in order to, like, do what I love, you know? Instead I of, think that's honestly what it is for a lot of them. Yeah. They know that they have to kind of play this part. Because they're not real people. In the news. They're not. Like, I guarantee, like, even if you, like hear all these bad stories about like certain people Erin Grande, no offense I hear terrible stories yeah. about her all the time I feel like if you met her on like a singular interaction she's probably a nice person yeah but I think she gets more viewed like when she started licking those donuts yeah, was, uh... you can't tell me her views didn't go up no exactly or like Bieber and like him doing whatever the fuck he does like I think that's who he is though it seems like it. 
I feel kind of bad for him though, because like he's just grown up with it, and it's I'm sure it's really tough. How can like he's probably was a conceited child? Let's be completely real. And how the fuck are you gonna give him the keys to the castle at the age of like yeah. twelve? Like that? yeah, that's I know that's just insane. Um, but I'm not gonna talk shit on him because I actually like Beaver. Uh, I just think it's challenging to think of an artist that is like 100 percent genuine. Yes, I don't think they exist, but. To their fans, because I can even say this, that you see them in a completely different light. Do you not? You don't see them as a normal human. You see them kind of like almost this like godlike figure, especially like your favorites, your your, the greats. You like or like you know any of these like great people like, for instance, Paul McCartney. Like he is not anywhere close to comparison to me but yet we like are both people <laughs> he's an old fart that likes to play piano that's how you call mccartney now but i, I get know what you're saying but he just has this persona about yeah. him that is i think of, um, so high i think of mick jagger yeah that too that dude's insane but he's probably a pretty i mean i think he, he was into a lot of drugs and so he's probably not like the well, most look at him. Person. like he just walks around and yells on stage like True. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, but I think that he is a really good example of someone that has this persona around him. Who's the lead singer of who? Who did Hotel Count? Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's you know, a good example of someone that's just kind of like California. Who sang? Who, who, I don't know who did that song. Right? I always get them mixed up with whoever did it. I don't you mean, care. Live in the Hotel California. Yeah, who sang that? It's dire straits. Okay, and then wh- who's the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Um, hold on, I just want to make sure I'm right. No, you're probably right. Shit, I don't, care. I don't know if I'm right. I think I'm wrong. No, you're right, because I always got that fucked up. You yelled at me like a month ago about it's this. It's the Eagles! Woo! You said the dire straits. Yes, I know. They sing the Sultans of Swing. I got that one mixed up. I'm sorry. Okay, Wh- whatever. Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, their lead singer, like, he doesn't wear a shirt. Danny California is the song. He doesn't wear a shirt. It's, the name is Flea. That's their bassist is Flea. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of, right? He doesn't wear a shirt. But, like, when you listen to him in interviews... I mean, their singer doesn't wear a shirt either. He seems like a pretty normal person. Yeah. He's just like... I mean, he has dealt with so many drug addictions in his I life. I get it, but he's like a really smart, well-put-together guy that just has this on-stage persona. Yeah. And sometimes when they get it mixed up, it fucks them up. It does. But I think that a lot of them have kind of sold themselves to that, to fixing their image and getting it just right. And then, yeah. like, it's really bad and like, hip-hop... Because you have, we call it, it's called stripper rap or strap right now. That's the new thing. Because, like, you know, for Nikki is not, I don't know if Nikki ever was a stripper. I don't think she was. Nicki Minaj. But no, she was came Cardi out. Cardi B, wasn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. Cardi B came out. And when Cardi hit, that's when strap started. And then you have the City Girls, who I absolutely fucking love. And I, I hate to say that. Um, no, they're dope. Um, there's this one song they do with um, Cardi B that is so hood rat, but it's so good. What does so that have to do with their image? That's their image. Their image is like, like they're these like stripper girls, stripper girls that are gonna rob you of your cash and fuck you for your money and all this shit. That's their image. 
Yeah, I guess that is the image with like Nikki and Cardi B. Yeah, so like, and then. Um, and then you have the complete opposite with people like Chica. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, interesting. It's weird because like Chica's kind of in the vein of like a MC Light it's... or a Queen Latifah. But I think, I'm sorry, but I just like light bulb. It's just kind of like. I think as a woman, that's how you have to be taken seriously is that you either dress like super slutty, like sex sexy, or you're kind of this almost like dress like a boy kind of vibes. Like there's really no in between when that's you think say, about it's it. Fucked up. I think maybe more in like, obviously indie music really doesn't count because like you can basically wear whatever you want and it's, you get away with it. But besides like, unknown genres at this point you have to be one or the other yes no lots of silence i'm thinking of like Ange mcmahon but she's not she's an indie indie people wear just like blue jeans and like so i think you can get away with a t-shirt what you can get away with an indie you don't have to dress i know but i also think the music is just like so is mainstream the right word? No. What? Indie music is just so new and upcoming and just like interesting. I honestly don't think it has a look yet. I just, I think that indie is literally independent. Yeah, that's and so it's yeah. just like these people doing what they want and they don't care. Yeah, you can become pop, and when you're indie. Yeah. Right. And it does change. Like you've seen it. Of course, like yeah. styles change year to year, but I think you just have a lot more leeway because you're not expecting you don't really to bring have a in... label. No, well, you're just not expecting to bring in this cash. Yeah, that's the thing with Britney. Britney has to like make so much money for the company to break even, so they and have it's to do it. A loving thing. Yeah, Katy Perry's another one. Where it's just like you have literally an entire company riding on your album sales. They're like your tour sales and you know, like your merch you know what i mean and yeah. so you have to play that role well i'm like i'm sorry i think we're kind of wrapping it up but it just reminds me of like the miley cyrus and the kesha thing like their yeah, I feel outfits so bad for kesha. were so out there and like their shows were so out there and I like know. almost to a point where it was like uncomfortable and there were times where it was clearly uncomfortable i could not stand kesha for the longest time but I'm just thinking of like, you know, Miley Cyrus, where she literally didn't wear a shirt. All she had was like, like overalls to cover her boobs. Yeah. And that was it. Or like, you know, the weird, her weird like music video performance. Maybe not the MTV one. Or, you and she know, did hip hop for like a year. Yes. And she was dressing in like these really weird things, but it like brought people in. That's just how they have to sell themselves, I think, which is. Now that we dive deeper into this, it's almost disappointing. <laughs> it is. Because, you like, Miley, she's a great she fucking singer. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. have to do that no. shit. No. But, like, because she's a part of that, that scene. scene, she has to. Yeah. Because it's not with Miley. I think if she was just, like, doing her own thing, like, doing, doing her own thing. Like, she stepped away from that, and she was just like, I'm going to make music for a year. Like, I don't care what Whatever I come think. out with, yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there and see what people think. I feel like that, people would recognize her talent and be into that. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But even though she's like arguably one of the better singers in pop music right now, yeah. just strictly on voice, she has to play this role. I think yeah. another one, even though Demi's got more freedom, Demi Lovato. She's an amazing singer. Honestly, when anyone says her name, I just like... You think of Pooh. No, I just feel like... I feel so bad for her and all the shit she's been through. I know. Like, dude, like... Didn't she get kicked off of Disney for, like, drug addiction? That's why she left Disney? She's, like, dealt with eating disorders. She overdosed? Yeah, alcohol problems. I know. Just, like, in and out of rehab. I know. like... But that's the nature of the fucking beast, man. True. And it's just, it's sad. Like, Demi has a beautiful, incredible voice. She should just be out making she's soul like, music. So badass, too. I know. But she's just stuck in this loop where everybody wants to just talk about how thick she is. Yeah. And how beautiful she is. And it's not about, like, she did, like, a thing for, like, the Olympics two or three years ago. And, yeah, she looked beautiful, but she killed it. Yeah. And all people would talk about was this beautiful white dress she was wearing. Yeah. And it's like what are we doing? I know. It's it's disappointing. And it's just like sexualizes and that's like not a topic we need to talk about, but it's just like That's what it is. I know, it is. You're sexualizing music and it's sad. I mean that can be put in two different ways by like your actual physical appearance and like sex like sex sex in a song like making a song like sexy or whatever but that's not what we're getting at i just kind of ranted there i'm sorry no, there's like a difference between and it's okay if you want that aesthetic yeah you just shouldn't have to do that to succeed exactly you know what i mean yeah and i feel like that that feels like a good way to wrap it up yeah okay we're not ending on a bad note oh have boy i didn't prep anything to leave <laughs> since i know Man, just say it. We, we always say. No, I know, but we were going to do our weird collabs. Is that not going to be a thing anymore? I've got one. Okay. I think. Weird collab. <sighs> do you? Yes. Nerd, and this is not really a collab collab. This is, this is kind of like, okay, collab. Nerd. Oh, you know what? I do have a weird collab. I want no, those weird, weird ones. Okay. Nerd put out a song called Sooner or Later. On their second album, which came out in like 2014, 2015, right? This is the only weird thing about it. Rob Deerdeck, the skateboarder, was <laughs> featured in the music video and was like a major part of it. That's not exactly like I can't think a of song anything. collab. Okay, we'll go. We need to remember to do this better. Mm, I don't Billy Cyrus and Lil Nas X. Okay, yep, yep, that's a weird one. We all know that one. But that's... Okay, I'd say something real quick about Billy Cyrus. Yeah. Billy, Billy Ray. Billy Ray. Okay, he low-key had such a dope verse on that song. I was <laughs> like, yo. Like, when he said, I'm like a Marlboro man, I kick on back. I said, oh, shit. He's got bars. Right. Okay, that seems like a good way to wrap this puppy up. So, I am May. And this is Kay. And we are the non-music experts from the Midwest. And this is the Moose Buns. And Moose says goodbye to you. And now we're signing off. And we will see you next week. Bye.